0: Hello and welcome to Everything I'd Wish I'd Known, the podcast. Today I'm going to cover some of the basics and rehash one of my first blogs about visiting and moving here. If there are any other questions that you think of or you, know, you consider those questions to be part of the basics, send me a message and I'd be happy to answer your questions. Also, if you currently live or have lived in South Korea, And there's stories or tips you'd like to share. Also, please send me a message. I'd love to hear from you. All right, so let's get started. There you are. You've seen South Korea on TV, in a movie, YouTube, TikTok, something like that. And you thought to yourself, do South Korea is really cool. I could live there. And then you go about finding out how to get here. So maybe you're still in high school and you think to yourself, I'm gonna do an exchange program. Let's see what I can find, you know, so I can visit Korea. Good idea. Maybe you're in college and you say, same thing. I wanna do an exchange program. Great idea. You could think to yourself, ooh, it's so much cheaper to go to college in Korea I'll do that. I don't speak any Korean, but that's okay. They've got programs in English. True story. Great. Or maybe you've already graduated, and like so many people, you say, I'm gonna teach there. Cool. Because really, most of the native English speakers that are in South Korea, the majority are teachers or in the military. Yeah, you've got a a great amount of people who work for different companies and they were either sent here by their company or they started out as a teacher or something like that. They've been here for so long, they changed their visa and now they can work for other companies. There's, There's lots of ways to get here and there's lots of ways to move. And by move, I mean... You don't have to stay locked into what you were doing when you got here. You can change your visa, you can acquire new skills, you can keep going. But, let's back up. So you get here, or you're thinking about getting here. And then, suddenly you say, Oh my god, wait! Do they have blah blah blah? Well, for the most part, the answer is yes. I mean, It's South Korea, it's not Mars. So, you can go to Costco, Ikea, 7-Eleven, Yankee Candle Company, McDonald's, Burger King, and a variety of other familiar names here. You can find basically everything you want here in one form or another. Okay, but can you really? Can I find Sephora there? Yes, you can. For a lot of things, yes. Can you find Everything? Well, honest answer no. It is a different country. And, you know, not everything's going to be imported here. But can you find a lot of what you want and the things that you're used to? Yeah, absolutely. Next question that comes up a lot is okay, but what about clothes? You know, uh, their skirts are really, really super short. I'm not comfortable with that. Uh, I can't find a V-neck shirt or the question that I hear most often is, okay, but I'm not a thin girl and I heard that Asian sizes are super small. Is everyone going to be rude to me because I'm not thin? Like what's going on here? So the truth is you can find clothes and people are generally fine with heavier people. Truth of the matter is, Korean people are getting bigger. So sizes are getting bigger too. And people are changing their attitudes about heavier people. Be prepared for the older ladies, the ajumas, to maybe pinch your side. Pinch your back fat, pinch your arm, pinch your butt. It's totally possible. But unless they go, oh, tundunia, oh, siro, in which case they're saying, well, you're really fat and I hate it. It's probably not a big deal. If they're like, oh, oh, joa, it's good. They don't care. You know, and usually it's the kids. Because kids are just straight honest and let whatever come out of their mouth. You, you might hear that, which means fat. But guess what? That kid's probably fat. So, don't let it get to you. As far as finding clothes, there's a lot of stores where you can find clothes. You know, you could be able to fit free size, which is very popular here. They have lots of free size clothes, which are things that are quote unquote oversized, but generally fit up to probably a size, mm, US size 18, depending on how big your arms are. because. That's what seems to be the weirdest thing: is the armholes are small, but everything else would be okay. So, you know, try on free size, see how it fits for you. There's stores that carry sizes up to three X or four X, like Unique Low. Uh, you don't always find them in store, but you can always find extended sizes for Unique Low online. And then there's also H&M, if that's more your style. Uh, there's a place called Romy Story. I mean, there's lots of places where you can find uh, probably up to like a U.S. size 24 or 26. You can find that stuff here. Now, when you're shopping for clothes, if you have a thin skin, maybe just buy things online. And here's why I say that. Not to be like, yeah, the people are going to look at you and you're going to get some really, really weird comments and things like that. Not at all. It's because sizes are different in Asia than in the U.S. So whereas you might be a large or an extra large in the U.S. or the U.K., you might be a 3X or a 4X here. It's not the end of the world. Just remember, they're just sized differently. That's all. That's all. You're cool. You're still the same size as you were. You didn't, like, blow up overnight. That didn't happen. They're just sized differently. Like, I'm a U.S. I actually don't know anymore. (laughs) Because all of my clothes fit me, oddly. Uh, okay, so let's say I'm a, I'm a US 16. I have jeans that are 16 that I can wear just fine. But sometimes when I want to buy leggings, I have to buy a 7X. And it's not like I'm shaped like, you know, a, a giant bouncy ball with legs. No, hunty, I got an hourglass shape. But sometimes... Just because I have an hourglass shape, I have to get a 7X. Sometimes I can wear a 3X or a 4X, a 5X, a 6X, a 7X. It really depends on what you're buying and how it's made, how it's cut. Because a lot of things here are very straight cut and and boxy so it's not flattering to everyone but that style of clothing is really easy to find and relatively cheap because it's just a plain box cut so if it looks good on you then go for it but don't feel bad because you're buying a bigger size here Um, one thing that I also suggest is bringing a tape measure Or buy one when you get here not a tape measure like what you use for construction obviously but a tape measure used for sewing so that you can measure yourself and in South Korea everything is on the metric system so make sure to get your measurements in centimeters so that way you know what your measurements are and you can check stuff out online and you know what you need to wear you know what what sizes you need so really don't worry about it there's tons of places where you can shop and get great clothes that are trendy and cute and comfy all that okay next thing people always ask so is kimchi really everywhere do people really eat kimchi all the time Uh, yeah. It is served basically everywhere. But, I mean, how much do you really know about kimchi, though? I can say, when I was growing up, I thought that kimchi was only made in the ground, in special jars, and it smelled like the apocalypse. It was delicious. But the smell... Because... That's all I knew. And I'm from Arizona, okay? So (laughs) when I was a wee tiny tot, uh, one of our neighbors was Korean. And she made kimchi the super traditional way. She put it in a special jar and buried it in the ground. And I thought that's just how you did it. And her kimchi, I've never tasted anything like it again. I've never smelled anything like that again. But it was good. Um, She did make red kimchi. And I say that because there's red kimchi, there's white kimchi. There's radish kimchi, cabbage kimchi, uh, onion kimchi. There's so many different kinds. And you're probably thinking, wait, onion kimchi? What? What? Onion kimchi is made with green onions, and it goes amazing with ramen. Really. That's something else that I didn't know until um, a roommate that I had for a little while told me. That was a free tip right there. Onion kimchi with ramen. So good. Anyway. Um... I highly suggest doing some research and trying different Korean foods before coming and just seeing what different types of kimchi is served with that type of food. Granted in the U.S. it's not going to taste the same as here in Korea but at least you have an idea you know and you can figure out what you like and there are options for vegans and vegetarians you know they're People doing keto here, pretty much whatever your diet is, you can find it here. If you're a Presbyterian this is paradise because there's oceans and river and lakes everywhere, so there's always fresh fish. It's great. So then the next question that people are going to ask you, yeah, I move through these kind of quick. You'll get used to it, is why did you choose Korea? And yes, people really ask this. So have your answer ready. I will tell you that the expected answer is along the lines of, I like K-pop and I like K-dramas too, which is acceptable if that's your real reason. Just be aware that South Korea is absolutely not like what you see in dramas or in music videos, unless You're looking at it as, oh, is that the Han River? That looks beautiful. Oh, is that blah, 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 mountain? There's so many mountains. That looks beautiful. Is that Jeju Island? Wow, beautiful. You're looking at it landscape-wise? Yes, that's South Korea. But if you expect that people go around, oppa, oppa, oh, no, no, no. No, that's not real. That's TV, just like in the U.S. It's, it's just TV, you know? So, I mean, it's great, and I highly recommend coming for the landscape and the food and the culture. Because, I mean, and when I say the culture, I mean you can see a 1,200-year-old fortress across the street from a new office building. It's amazing. We don't have that in the U.S., it's really cool so there's totally nothing wrong with coming here simply because you like k-pop and k-dramas that's fine but just remember it's a drama you know it's a music video so it's made to look a certain way um, I just I, I don't want to crush your dreams But I also want to give you realistic expectations. Um, Another thing is I do highly suggest making a trip to South Korea first before full on moving here. Because I feel like you should come and see what the place is really like for a week or two. And do all of the touristy things and like get the fairy tale out of your system. Before you just decide to commit to a year here. Because especially in the teacher community, there's times when people haven't lasted 90 days. 90 days. Because they came here expecting fairy tale A and got reality. And they were like, oh my god, this is not what I wanted. I gotta go. That's just how it is, you know? It's just like somebody who moves to the U.S. and they expect everywhere to be New York or L.A., but they move to, like, rural Montana. Yeah, it's, it's not what you thought it was going to be. And there's super rural areas here, too, so that's why I suggest coming and having a trip Spend some time here, if you can, to see what's what. That's all. Again, not trying to crush any dreams. Just, hey, come and see what it is before you're like, oh God, why did I do this? Because I think anybody can be happy here if you allow yourself to be. And I, I really hope that anyone who does come is happy here. You know? Um. I, I want you to make the absolute best decision for you. So. Yeah. If you can. Totally, totally, totally suggest that visit. Um. What else? Yeah, I guess that's about it. Yeah, <laughs> that was really quick, really simple. But like I said, it's just the basics. Um, it's it's a great place. I really enjoy it. Obviously, I've been here more than five years. Um, I actually came for vacation twice. Yeah, twice before I moved here because I wanted to be sure, you know? And it was my second trip that actually solidified me moving here. Uh, This is my Hawaii Korea story. So, I'm hanging out with a friend of mine who I met in the U.S., When they were in the U.S. studying English, we just happened to meet up, be language exchange partners, and when I came to Korea, of course, we had to meet up again so that this time my friend could be the host. Anyway, we're in the elevator going up to their company. I got lucky and met someone whose father owns a a business here in Korea, a nice (laughs) business. Uh, that does really well. So, my friend was like, Here, come up and see my office, you know? We'll hang out. And it was weird to be like in the CEO's office hanging out. Because that part did feel like a drama, not gonna lie. <laughs> We're sitting in, you know, in the CEO's office and they're like, Hey, talking to the receptionist or assistant perhaps didn't read what her title was but they were like could you bring some tea and you know some refreshments and boop there she goes that part was totally just like in the dramas comes back with the tray with some uh, sliced apples and some tea it was really great I did giggle just a little bit. Anyway, uh, on the way up to the office, there's a little girl in the elevator with us. And this felt very odd to me because the little girl was by herself. And this kid couldn't have been more than eight years old. Okay? Okay. So, this is a little kid. She's in the elevator by herself. And she keeps looking at me. She kind of smiles. But then she looks away. And she kind of looks at me like side-eye. Kind of smiles again. And finally, before she gets off the elevator, you hear her go... "Ah." And then she turns around and she says, Bye-bye! Have a good day! And it melted my heart. I was like, oh... How cute! Like, she really built up all of her courage to say something to this foreign person. Wow! Then my friend came through like Adam Dream Smasher and said, she's only waving and being nice to you because she thinks you're the new teacher at her English school. But that did not crush my dreams. That actually just solidified that This was a place where I would be happy. This is something that I could do. Simply because that one little girl built up her courage to say, Bye, have a good day. It was just the sweetest thing. And she was the cutest kid. Like, it's years later. I haven't forgot that kid. That's how much it touched me, you know? So, yeah, what, six months later, if that, it might have only been three months later. I was here with a job and I haven't left since then. <laughs> that's, that's just what happened, you know? Um Yeah, and I moved here. August 30th before October 1st. So within a month, I knew that this was a place I wanted to stay for a while. I knew within a month. That's why I say when people don't make it 90 days, they they just were never hit by that feeling. They didn't get that Yeah, this is for me type of thing. And it's not for everybody. And it's okay if it's not for you. Totally fine. But I think if you get all of your questions answered in the beginning. Or as many of your questions as possible answered in the beginning. Then it works out better. Then you know. Yeah, I I can do a year there. Because contracts are for a year. You know, you know. I, I can do that. I can handle a year of that. And maybe that's your limit, is a year. That's fine. That's not a big deal. Do your year. Go back to the U.S. Or U.K., you know, whatever. Be happy. But you can say you did it. So... Um, yeah, that's that. Um, oh, one more thing about me. The other reason I thought about coming to Korea is because I read about mental health care here and mental health care here isn't on the level that it's at in the U.S. just yet. And I have a master's degree in psychology and I am certified to practice in Korea, but I don't do mental health counseling right now because my current visa doesn't allow it. Uh, The visa that I have right now only allows me to be a teacher. However, I have everything I need to change my visa to a permanent resident visa, and then I can go ahead and practice mental health counseling, which I may or may not do. Um, I have a lot of business ideas, and that's just one of them. But anyway, if you have questions about visas, Uh, What kind of visa do I get to do this? How can I change that permanent resident visa? You know, anything like that. Also, drop me a line. More than happy to answer your questions. But I think that will wrap up the very first episode. Uh, It was kind of rambly here and there and a bit of everywhere. Sorry, that's just me. Uh, I'm kind of like that cartoon, you know, oh, squirrel, and I'm off on another thing, but I will always do my best to get right back on track. Anyway, thank you so much for joining me here today. I appreciate it, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye!